is a mobile IV infusion group. Uh, they can do everything from cold and flu, COVID uh, regeneration, fat burners, more energy, B12 injections, uh, prenatal care for all your rough days, athlete recovery, and the hangover cure. Guys, first off, I went to school with this dude who uh, has this place now or is part of it, Mr. Justin Frost. Thank you for being a sponsor. And uh, let me tell you, they do weddings. They'll come to your house. They come to your office. They'll come to wherever, maybe even your podcast studio. And uh, I just want to tell the folks over at Alive and Well Hydration, I plan on using y'all. Uh, heck, I'm going to have to with the way that my year is going or the way that my year is going to end anyway. So y'all do me a favor. Y'all go look up Alive and Well Hydration here in Middle Georgia now. New with us this month is C. Martin Construction. My buddy, Dennis Farmer's granddaddy, started it back when he was 16 years old, and my buddy Dennis took it over here recently. They offer everything from site prep, uh, demolition, pond digging, grading, land clearing. Uh, my buddy Dennis is cool as hell. Y'all make sure y'all go check them out at C. Martin Construction. They have a money-back guaranteed uh, if you don't like their service, then they'll make it right with you. I know these folks personally, and as far as construction goes, I think you'll be in damn good hands. So give my guy a call now at 478-283-1246. Call Mr. Dennis Farmer at C. Martin Construction now. How about some cowboy stuff? My buddy, old friend, Chris Sapp, owner of Desperado & Company over at the Pooler Tanger Outlet Mall. They are in Suite 611. They offer all kind of Western wear. Boots, toddlers, youth, women's, men's, everything. They have Ariat wallets, phone cases, men and women's jewelry, uh, Montana silversmith, belt buckles, Ariat belts for men. They offer Clinch. Ariat and Wrangler are their main brands of clothes. Lots of exotic boots. Uh, guys, I saw some of the stuff that they're bringing me and some of the stuff I get to try on. Let me tell you, there's a lot of great Western wear places that are up in Nashville that I get to go to. This place compares to every single one of them. So what I need you guys to do is look up Desperado and Company, Chris Sapp. Their phone number is 912-604-0389. Go check them out. 
get all turquoise the hell up, get all westerned up, look like a cowboy cowgirl. Western fashion is the coolest shit to me, by the way. And uh, the fact that they're on board as a sponsor now, I can't wait to try on some of the stuff that he has sent me and everything that they have sent me in pictures uh, to get my size in. Dude, it's all banging. It's all awesome. So look up Desperado and Company now. Mr. Chris Sapp, once again, the Puller Tanger Outlet Mall, Suite 611. Let me tell you about the wonderful Miss Vicky down at Dolly's Delights. This time of year is when every one of y'all are looking for something to give your coworkers, your friends, your family, whatever, whoever. And let me tell you, she does these wonderful gift baskets. She brought me one to the studio yesterday. She wanted to change her ad up a little bit, and she wanted to give me a preview of what you guys can get. Now, look, I got some great candy, also some other cool things for men, and plus, I guess you knew I like candles. She obviously went all out for this basket, trying to uh, put on a good show for me, and she did. So, everybody that is associated with Raising Grace Studio will be getting one of these gift baskets for the holidays, and I recommend you guys get them, too. Now, she told me that this is one of the more expensive ones, but if you don't feel like spending a whole lot of money on one, she's got some for around 30 40 bucks as well, and she can supply your whole office, your whole school, whatever. So, Miss Vicky at Dolly's Delights, thank you. If you want to get in touch with her now, call her at 478-231-7237 or go visit her at 5122 3rd Avenue, Eastman, Georgia. Now, a couple days ago, I did a show with Miss Lori from Lori's Dive-In over in Alamo. She brought me and Gracie all types of food, even a keto pizza, a cauliflower pizza. I've never ate anything like that before in my life. And let me tell you, it was banging. The wings were amazing. She does this special mix-up with lemon pepper and buffalo, and it's out of this world. Her wings are cooked better than almost any place I've ever been um, let's see what else did she bring us. She brought us fried Oreos. She brought us fried pickles. Uh, the barbecue was awesome. The hamburger was banging. When you go there too, folks, you can go back and listen to the whole episode between me and her. Her staff is awesome. You feel like you're at home. It's just the best little place around. I know whenever we go through Alamo or I'm going down 16, I'm going to divert myself to go get lunch there. Y'all, please go check her out. Her phone number is 912-568-1645. It's on Commerce Street over in Alamo. You can't miss it. It's Lori's Dive-In. Go get fed good. Go get treated good. You're not going to get better service from better people anywhere around here. So go check her out now. What's up, folks? Thank y'all for tuning into the Josh Terry podcast. I'm here at Raising Grace Studios right now, chilling. It's fucking cold outside, but I shouldn't complain about it because I got some uh, fellas <laughs> from On Tap here podcast. I'm going to let them introduce themselves, and they're up in I think Wisconsin, right? Minnesota, Minnesota. Okay, don't, don't put that yeah, title on us. Uh, all right, uh, y'all all talk the fucking say. We'll see you later. Yeah, it's okay. It happens. Uh, for some reason, I was thinking it. Travis is from Wisconsin, though, right? Yeah. yeah. Dirty yeah. Prescott kids are from Wisconsin. I was thinking that y'all were super close to them. Well, so he's just across the border. Okay. Like, he He's like, the, the if you drive across the bridge to get to Prescott, 
you know, you can be in Minnesota in five minutes. Uh, okay. Okay. So for, for him to come here, it's an hour, hour, 20 minutes. Oh, that's not bad. Both well, of us, we, we only live like five miles from actual Wisconsin. So we, okay. we basically are Wisconsin, but the rivalry is pretty strong. So it's <laughs> yeah. like, we're not Wisconsin, you know, like we're still on Minnesota. Yeah. That's like me living in Georgia and wanting to burn fucking Atlanta down. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I get, I get it. I get it. Well, uh, first off, let's introduce everybody to y'all show. Tell them about y'all show real fast. Introduce yourselves and uh, tell them where they can find your show available and all that good shit. Yeah. So uh, we have a, a podcast that we do. It's called On Tap Podcast. Um, basically, we're for uh, degenerates, stepmoms and people who just like drinking beer. Um, we just kind of have a few beers and say stupid shit and and record it and that's kind of what we do you can find us on spotify apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, whatever at on tap podcast and uh yeah we release one a week and then uh we do a little bit of a little bit of like skit content for youtube and and facebook and whatever too so that's really what we try to focus on but the podcast is just so much easier to get out consistently that we do a lot more of the podcast than we do the other content well, you said the right word. Uh, I did Trey Lewis's show not long ago. And uh, before we got started, they wanted to know, because um, they're still growing their show and everything. And I, I've hit some good marks with mine. And they wanted to know what I thought the secret of having a good podcast was. And you said the right word, dude, is consistency. You have to be consistent with this shit. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You have to. Um, I mean, the toughest part is like, getting it all organized to where everyone can meet consistently. You know, we started this show shoot this year will be three years in January that we started doing this. And the, I think the hardest part of keeping it consistent is making sure that you can get everyone together at the same time, all the yeah. time. And it's hard well, for me to make myself come here. Y'all know y'all's video cut out, right? Oh yeah. I did it. I just saw that thing block out. Damn it. Uh, it's, oh, a, it's, we'll it's, a, it's okay. Uh, but anyway, um, and, uh, before we get into that too much, big fella, you got to introduce yourself. Cause I just spent the last 30 minutes laughing at you in that fucking Santa outfit <laughs> yeah, and I want, and I want these fucking folks to know you. My name's Sam. You know, I'm all about ripping darts, drinking beer, fucking around and finding out, you know, <laughs> fucking part-time Santa, part-time podcaster. I'm about it. You need to be full-time Santa. You're good at the podcast. <laughs> shit. That's my future career. I, I felt like the real Santa when I put that costume on. We so our studio is located right on top of a pizza place. Okay. And we filmed one day and we were like, fuck it. We had three elves with us. <laughs> I was Santa. We're like, let's just go down to the bar and see what happens. Let's just go have a beer. Dude, I probably took 10 pictures with kids. Kids would walk in, they'd be like, Santa. They'd, they'd lose their fucking minds. That's a, it's a big responsibility when you put the suit on. Uh, Sam, let me ask you this before I even say what I'm about to. Are you single? I am. <laughs> yeah. Sam, you're missing a lot of pussy if you don't put that outfit on and go to a strip club before Christmas. Dude, that's a fucking genius idea because everybody loves Santa. Dude. Every, Every bar I walked into, people treated me with the utmost respect. Well, I can't tell you how many photos that we took with like uh, him dressed as Santa, us dressed as the elves in just the in the pizza place that we have here. So we walk in for a beer. And everyone's like, can we take your a photo with you? <laughs> yeah. I yeah. got this just shitty ass costume. <laughs> it worked for you. It worked for you. Uh, dude, I'm telling you, I, 
I don't know. I don't know. Um, y'all know some of my buddies, by the way. Uh, we'll talk about them in a few minutes. Blaine and uh, Blaine Bunning and Justin yeah. Dukes. Yeah. Um, so I, that's how I originally found y'all anyway. Um, is uh, with Dirty Prescott kids and then them telling me about it. But, uh, dude, I don't laugh at many people. There's not many people that I find on social media or whatever that I'm like, hey, I got to do a fucking episode with these guys. Y'all's vibe and even doing the Santa shit and the other stuff I've seen, y'all got something. It's fucking smooth. I like it. It's uh, I appreciate that, man. That's that, that it, makes it, me feel fucking, good. Fucking well, not a lot of people get that a podcast is just supposed to be a fucking good conversation with people. So it's like, bar talk for us. Yeah, it's supposed it. to be as natural as possible. So that's what like my description. Whenever we're sending out our sponsor stuff and everything. Um, and the description of the show online is imagine sitting at a bar, meeting a perfect stranger. And by the time you get done having a couple beers, you're best friends. And yeah. that, and that's what a fucking good podcast is. It's just some, it's just a whole lot of people listening into our conversation. And you guys have got, if I had three people or two people in my community to where I didn't have to go to Nashville once a month to record shows <laughs> with folks, I'd be, I'd already, I'm already doing decent with the numbers and stuff on the show and uh we're in the top one percent in the world but yeah but we would fucking be way up there if i had some motherfuckers like you around me all the time because we just <laughs> make, that. just making the content that y'all make and putting out the shit that y'all put out is good it's not boring there's so many people and you've had to i don't know if y'all i'm not the nicest person on the planet uh, I like to be real with as many folks as possible. <laughs> yeah. And when and when folks come to me and they're like, "Hey, I'm finna start a podcast," I'm like, "Why? You're like you you're not you're boring as you're, fuck. You're yeah. boring as fuck, dude." Was, and it was like, <laughs> I well, don't I, even I, like talking to you. No shit, I don't like talking to myself <laughs> sometimes either. So like, but that's what I tell them. I'm like, look, doing a podcast is fucking hard. If you if you expect money right off the bat with it, you're an idiot. If you if you think even like some of these folks that I've had on that have millions of followers on social media, they try to do one and they do three episodes and they're getting 30 downloads, 40 downloads, yeah, 50. Right. And they're like, I don't know how the fuck you do this. Well, it's because I can carry on a conversation and it's not about one. I'm not a one trick pony. I can talk about anything. And that's how you guys think. You guys seem Definitely. like whatever, whatever the subject comes up. I even heard y'all talking the other day about the fish fillet. <laughs> and, and, and let me tell you, my baby mama, who's a wonderful person, is a psycho motherfucker. And the only thing I've ever seen her eat from McDonald's is fish fillet. Oh, that, that, so that should have been funny. a sign right off the bat. You uh, could have known. So when, when y'all were talking about that, and then I think the caption under the video was, I think Dahmer like fish fillets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I said I, uh, I was I like on there like Dahmer word on the street was Dahmer was a fish fillet guy. <laughs> yeah, my baby mom was a fucking fish fillet bitch. And let me tell you, wow, y'all hit the nail on the head with uh, that shit. That is so funny. That's actually hilarious. I mean, that's well, one thing about like the whole like the podcast thing that you're talking about. One thing people don't understand about some of these bits too is like if there's not a lot of like substance to what you're talking about, then like people just don't care. You know, there's a difference between uh, just sitting down and recording and then actually thinking like, OK, what what is something that people actually think about that they care about? And then let's like let's either expand on that and make it like why, hey, this is why everyone loves it. Or on the other side of it, be like, this is why everyone hates it, you know, and then just kind of go back and forth with that. How do you pick your guests? Like, I, I just want to know. As far as when you're making the content and everything, like how do you go about who you want to have on your show and who you 
Like, what's like your your guys for the podcast? Yeah. Um. Well, you know, it's actually funny. Like, like I said, we've been doing this for three years now. Sam has only been with us for uh, about a year. Yeah, a so, year in January. So that's the so that dude, that's year. the gold mine. That's the gold mine right there. <laughs> he's he's the, guy. he's the guy. He's the guy. I'm gonna fuck around and steal Sam from you. There you go. Hey, that's okay. That's okay. Cause then we can uh we can still do shit, you know. Yeah, we'll still yeah. keep moving. Um, I think the um biggest thing of how we pick who we have on is just feel them out, you know, like is this a good fit? Yeah, it doesn't necessarily yeah. matter what kind of clout they have or what they do or how much numbers they can pull in. It's like, is this going to make our brand look bad or is it going to make sense? You know, like yeah. DPK, obviously oh, dude, we, we like his music. He's fun guy to hang out with. Like, obviously yeah. we want to have him on. That's we perfect. ripped it up with DPK. Yeah. He's wild, dude. Him and Caroline uh, stayed with us in South Alabama for a music festival one time. Nice. And let me tell you, uh, there are pictures and videos of me, uh, the, um, and, uh, my buddy, Dustin Heron, who's a musician. And we all stayed at Dustin's family's house four or five o'clock in the morning. We're black the fuck out. And I'm talking about <laughs> been eating edibles, drinking whiskey. Like yeah. we're fucking gone. All of us are sitting around singing and playing and all this shit worst noise you've ever heard in your fucking life because all of us are shit faced but we so think we can funny. sing together it was it was it was fucking wonderful uh he he is a beast like uh, he is he's my dude uh he knows like me and him don't mash up a lot on the music aspect of it but i respect what he does so much and what he puts out and uh, I actually have ended up liking some of his stuff, like a bunch of his shit. And yeah. I never, yeah. I never would have thought I would. I'm a just because you know, like that's actually him. Like exactly. It's not yeah. I think that's part of what makes uh, what makes him such a strong character is that yeah. like he's not a character. Like that's just legitimately him. Like like it or hate it. Yeah. We so we threw a big Halloween party and he performed at the party, dude live man that was some of the most oh, most fun that. i've ever had he has a song ronnie d and dr peppa yeah and he told me when when he interviewed on here the first time he said if you if you're ever around when i'm t having a show i'm gonna have you sing that part well the show he had was our show we're on a flatbed trailer I'm, ronnie d and dr peppa <laughs> dude, it, was, it was my hero moment oh, dude awesome. it's the best moment of my life the party performing with so dpk we got dudes with uh, weed sprayers with liquor in them. Cody's throwing with out CPS Dave's hats. What the fuck is a weed sprayer? Like uh, like the tank, you know, you got the You mean sprayer. like the fucking chemical tank that we spray shit yeah. with? Yeah. yeah. What did Fill they that have? bitch up with some vodka, dude? Oh, god damn. You guys are fucking my people. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah, I've never wild. thought of that before. We, we had like... One of our other buddies, uh, DJ Whiteout, he's a good friend of ours. He has just like the most insane traveling audio equipment setup that I've ever seen. I mean, the dude has, I don't even know how much money invested in this box truck that's just loaded with speakers. And when DPK was performing, I was getting phone calls from, I'm not, I know this is going to sound like I'm exaggerating. I'm not 10 miles away that said they could hear the party and, uh, the place that we were at was actually my dad's land. He owns a, a hunting club here in Pine City. Um, we were on his land. So like we didn't have to pull any city permits yeah. or anything like that. 
But we ended up getting shut down from the police because it was so loud. And people like 10 miles away were hearing the sounds and the lights and everything. And uh, it was a lot of fun. But when DPK went on, dude, it was electric. It was awesome. He is such a vibe. That dude is just in his own right, whether he ever makes it a music or not, dude ought to be a fucking party professional. Exactly. Yeah, he's just he's just a fucking dude when it comes to that. Like he's gonna he's right. gonna be entertaining. And Caroline too, for a matter of fact. I love old Caroline. Um oh yeah. But uh she, and she's the same. She's a great compliment to him. She keeps him yeah. she keeps him grounded a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, I, I enjoy the fuck out of them. Um, <laughs> but uh, what you were saying a while ago about picking your uh, your guests, too. I'll tell you, when I first started this uh, 2020 October, uh, I, I clout chased. I clout chased the fuck to get the numbers up because I knew that if I did, if I brought oh, you yeah. if I brought you in one time and I brought your fan base in one time and it was a good episode, you were hooked. You were going to listen to every episode I had going forward. Right. But but it got me in trouble because I got sick of these people that are fake as fuck. Yeah. I got I got I just got sick of dealing with them. So I started doing more of what you guys are doing now, just finding the good people, finding the people that vibe with you, the good folks and everything, and only having them on. And the numbers the numbers kept going for me even then. I always say morals over money. And if you're clout yeah. chasing, you're just chasing that dollar bill. If you're uh, if you're having the people on that you like, like I like you guys. Uh, I know that it'll be a good fucking episode and I know it'll be entertaining to the person that's listening and it won't be pretty much whack as fuck. Y'all actually have personalities. You know how <laughs> fucking hard, you know how hard it is to find a person that actually has a personality on social media. <laughs> yeah, that's a really good point. Actually, that's a really good point. Um, I mean, I, yeah, I've seen it firsthand. So, um, have you ever heard of the, of the, um, of the, uh, comedy page? You betcha. On I Facebook, I haven't the bush light guy. I, I'm going to tell you, I'm the worst person ever with names. Okay. If, I, if I saw this person, I'd probably know who it was, but it just by name, I'm not going to remember. Yeah. Anyways, I used to, I used to work for him. I worked for him for nine months last year in 2021. And, uh, I will say that was definitely the case with a lot of these, like, bigger level creators that he would like talk to and whatever. It's just like as the team and everyone else, like listening to this interaction or watching it or like seeing the messages that is sent back and forth. It's like, these guys suck off camera. <laughs> they do. Like a lot of these people and that are really big, they just suck. Well, and it's, real, it's, it's few and far between. What's fucking crazy about it too, is it's always the men. It's almost never the women it seems like it's almost always <laughs> the fucking men that are the fakest. Like they're putting on this. So like I, I've made it very clear. I'm a single man. If I post something, it's because I'm trying to get downloads, paid or pussy. Like, it, it, like <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm not, shy. Brother. I'm not shy about it. I don't understand, but you'll get some of these guys on there and they're like, uh, you know, I'm such a good guy, and I just want to treat you like a queen. The whole time he's texting 10 different bitches at the same time, seeing which one's going to show <laughs> up right. at his house on time. I'm the one that's You're like, right. hey, until one of y'all puts it on me or makes me fall in love, I'm texting 10 different bitches to see which one's going to show up <laughs> on time. Yeah, yep. Oh, no, I get it. I love that. Yeah, paid. What did you say? Downloads, paid, or pussy? Yeah. I like that. I, I like that. That's the way I, I, that's life. a good motto, Sam. I, I like to put out a lot of mental health stuff too, but 
that that's the only side I'm more sincere on, like helping our the veteran community that we the help yeah. with the the organizations we work with and all that. That that's kind of my heart with all of it. But if I'm not talking about that, you can best believe I'm not being fake about what I'm saying. I'm telling you, something's gonna happen one way or the other, or you don't need to show <laughs> up. Like I'm not, I'm not Hell. inviting you over to watch the whole Netflix and chill thing has always been funny to me because I've never even told a bitch we put a movie in in the first place. <laughs> <laughs> There's no trickery here. No, he's, no. He's straight to no. the point. And then guys hate guys hate that about me. Like off of social media, it's very like my listening audience, even for the show, is like eighty percent women. Men men either really like me or they don't like me at all. And most of these guys that I've met off social media, dude cunts cunts now like <laughs> like justin nunley danger the guy that goes listen he me and him are homies we play golf he's been on the show a couple of times he's a good dude uh big goose is a good dude um there, there's some now t travis especially there's there's some guys that i constantly have back on the show that are just good fucking dudes oh fucking right. john michael stewart the breadstick and the ricky dude such a good fucking dude um but yeah like the rest of these guys that i've met I've even had two that came on the show, made an ass out of themselves. And I was just like, how the fuck are you anything? Like, <laughs> like I, I just don't get it. Ouch. Like, yeah, Ouch. Like, yeah. Well, I, dude, it's just, it's one of those things with me being around songwriters and singers a lot. One, something got told to me a long time ago. And it's like, your, your best friends will talk shit about you to your face and talk good about you behind your back. And if you're in a room full of people and it's a bunch of creative ass people, if you're doing something stupid or you're just a shitty person, I feel like it's my job to be like, Hey, this might not be for you, but let's find right. what, let's right. find what you're good at. Yeah. Cause it ain't this, it's yeah, something, it's not, not this. It's something, but it's not this something. You, you'd be surprised. I know y'all guys have had to deal with this. Uh, when you get someone like I was talking about a while ago with wanting to start their own podcast. Oh God. And, They'll come like I've I, I open up my you know I feel like with where we're at in the world with the show and and everything and how good I've done I feel like you're supposed to pay it forward. So like even with you guys, I think y'all are fucking great. I think y'all <laughs> really got something. So it's like okay, I'm not inviting them on the show because you know I'm trying to boost them. I'm inviting them on the show because I want to do some content with them. I want to make some shit with them. Like Absolutely, that, that, yeah. that's that's the fucking way I look at it. But you'll get some people that are just starting a show or wanting to start a show, and they'll want to come to a show with me. And I'll be like, "Okay, you seem pretty cool." Yeah. And they and they get in here, and you're like, "What the fuck were you thinking?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So is this now? Let me ask you this: We get approached a good amount by people and be like, "Dude, you gotta have me on that. You, I gotta get. I I'd gotta be so be funny, on. dude. I'd kill it. <laughs> it's like, it's like I, I at the beginning we were like." I don't know how to respond to this. So we would always deflect it like, ah, oh, Sam's in charge of that. And then he'd be like, ah, oh, Cody's in charge of that. And, and we just were never in the same spot. So it worked good. Uh, but I'll, I'll leave them on red. Oh, really? You see, I can't. Dude, I but can't. no, the ones in person. That's where when they got you cornered at the bar and they're like, I love that podcast. I'm so <laughs> funny. I would kill it. I would be great on there. Oh, you guys are recording tonight. I, I can come. If you want a guest, I'll be there. Well, well, lucky, lucky for me, most people know that if you see me drinking at a bar, I, I get white girl wasted. Like if I <laughs> and I and I tell everybody, you are you a woo girl? I'm a woo. I promise you. I holler. Like, 
Yeah. Oh. <laughs> you get drunk? Yeah. Oh yeah. And more, mine's more of like a fucking howl though. It's like. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's but, awesome. But I tell everybody, if you meet me while I'm drunk, that's drunk, Josh. I don't know what that motherfucker told you, but sober Josh might not agree with what he said. <laughs> but it, so it's get out of my DM. Yeah, like it's happened a lot. Um, oh, that's it's, funny. It, it has happened a lot, and. But I never give like okay. Uh, Nashville two three weeks ago, I got to meet somebody that I look up to as a songwriter and an artist, Trent Tomlinson, and uh, I gave him my actual phone number when we met up at a writers' round. Now, if it's just like some random ass person, I'm not giving you my phone number. I'm giving you my Instagram, <laughs> and even my drunk ass will be like, "Don't follow him back on Instagram yet." That way, if they message you, it goes into the message requests. And they right. can tell if you open it or not. Hundred percent. Oh, damn, dude! I, damn, you got it down to a science. What I've okay, what I've just started doing, I think that's really that has really benefited us a lot. It's like I'm not opposed to having a random person on. I'm really not because we have found some diamonds in the rough. People that just are good on camera, that are good behind the microphone, but also the exact opposite, where there's just some funny dudes that we know that just freeze up when they're put on the spot, and it's the exact opposite. So. What we started doing now is like, if you want to be on it, like we're not opposed to it. If we already fuck with you and you're our friend, like, yeah, hell yeah, you can be on it. But you got to plan out the whole episode. Like, what are we going to talk about? What's going to be the structure of it? And if you can like present a good model and be sort of more prepared, then if you can't, then that's on you. Like, you're the reason why you're not on it. Not because we said no. You that's, know what I mean? No, dude, Cody, that's a great fucking idea. No, that, and that's exactly what that's we're looking great. for. It's just yeah. the quality of it. And then like, we don't care if it's a random person. You don't have to have clout like the same thing, but like we want it to be good. We don't well, want someone on here. Just freeze up, get clammy. For, and for me. So they had the show for two years already. And I was a fan. I, I listened to all of them and Cody asked me to come on. I got all fucked up, said a bunch of crazy shit. <laughs> <laughs> so he asked me to come be a guest for a couple episodes to fill in. And Next thing you know, I'm fucking here, man. That just worked <laughs> out. I was just a random fan that was like, hey, man, get me on. And I, I'll tell you something else that y'all got, whether I don't know if y'all know this or not. I worked in radio for, for years before doing this. Um, and I've like, I haven't had a real fucking adult job in like seven years. From, from, <laughs> just from working. I, heard, at, I feel that. I feel that. Just from working heard in that. social media, working in radio, now doing this for a living. And I'll tell you. There's something about certain people's voices. They're made for radio. I know people make a joke about who's got a face for radio. Uh, I don't, <laughs> I don't mean that you guys have good announcing voices. Like you, you both have unique, good voices. Yeah, and the other that's dude, the, the best other compliment dude, you could give me the other dude. Um, that's usually with y'all. I think he's got a pretty good voice too, but oh yeah, you get folks that try to do shit like this that don't have a radio voice. Like you, <laughs> you, you got to have a fucking certain tone. And it's like, I, nails on a fucking chalkboard while I'm trying to listen to you. Your content could be good, but if you don't have a voice that just you want you want it to be an attention grabber. And you right. you got you guys have got good voices for it too. Um, so I, I think, appreciate I it. I think it just kind of goes all the way around. Uh I'll tell you this. I have never planned out a single episode. I'm like 340, 350 episodes in in two Damn. years. And I've never uh, I've never done that idea, but I think that's a really good idea for your guests that come on. I literally go on here and shoot from the fucking hip. Whatever, yeah. whatever comes up, comes up. Only, and I've got two guys that work an everyday job that are diamonds in the rough too. My my buddy Neil and my buddy Cam Harden, 
And both of them, I started having them on the show more frequently just to sit here and bullshit and hang out with me. My big brother, right. he, he's a songwriter and uh, he's a fucking funny bastard. That his name's Lee Tucker. That stupid bitch is so funny, but we implemented, <laughs> we implemented a new rule. Cause I like doing, and y'all, y'all already do them. I like doing group shows, like six people yeah. in a room getting yeah. fucking trashed. Oh, right it's now. so fun. Yeah. And, and by the vibe the, is good. Yeah. By the end of most of ours, it's like, I don't edit. Unless somebody oh, says okay. something, something super fucking bad, I do not cut it out because I think the listener is like, "This is what a drunk conversation sounds like." Like, yeah, that's I, will, it. I will say this: uh, we do have a lot of people I know that are really good fans. That sometimes where it's like, well, maybe we shouldn't say that, and we'll clip it out. And and I have clipped out some stuff, but we've got this new thing in our office called the Wall of Shame. And you can't see it because it just barely sits off camera, but it's like, it's a huge poster. It's maybe like one and a half feet by two feet. And anything that I clip out, I put as a quote on the wall. So like, if you're going to say it, like you're going to make me work to clip this thing out and you want me to take it out. I'm currently on the wall. You're going to be put on the wall. I've been the placeholder for a while now. I'm just waiting for someone to fuck up. (laughs) Well, I'll make sure I say some shit before we get done with this. To go you on go. Your please God. I'm so I, I, dude, I got you. Okay. Please so, God. so like one of the things that we do when we do a group show, we just started doing this like a month or two ago is uh, we have a bottle of some type of liquor. I think fireball was the last one that we did it with. But every time you say a racism, you have to take a shot. Uh, we, <laughs> a racism. Yeah. So like, but we joke around so much. It's usually us talking shit about white people. Uh, it, it, it usually Justifiable. Is, I, yeah, I, I fuck white people. I don't usually. Y'all are like y'all are Minnesota whites. I am Southern whites, <laughs> and let me tell you, our whites ain't the same. Because I no, no, definitely not. Yeah. So like when you're picking on folks, it's just fun. But I like to give people shit that can give it back. And uh, so like if whenever we do the racisms, we keep drinking <laughs> just for the fact we know that we're going to get better. We know we're going to say more shit that's going to make <laughs> folks laugh or whatever. Um, oh my god! We, we got to implement some new rules too, though, because like we just did. Uh, somebody did a joke, Lee Tucker, and um, he was like, "Don't you wish Kurt Cobain had Parkinson's disease?" And I was like, "Why?" He's like, "Because he would have missed." <laughs> Talking about him shaking so fucking bad and a shotgun going off on the opposite side. Uh, you, you have, well, speaking of that, we we actually got a clip taken off of uh, Facebook not that long ago because our buddy Tyler told us. Uh, that uh you ever heard of a Kurt Cobain the drink uh uh-uh. uh you just you shotgun a rock star the energy drink before you start drinking <laughs> and so that's fucking we, good we made a clip on i think it was on TikTok actually that it got taken down and it was like you guys ever heard of a Kurt Cobain it's like you shotgun a rock star or whatever and it was like his photo pops up on the screen and it was the I, rock star and I it, got it got I, taken down right away i got y'all beat cuz we like to make holocaust jokes um <laughs> Yeah, we're we're not we're not good. Yeah, we're not good people. Um, (laughs) and one of my buddies, we was in Nashville recording a show, and this is when we do these group shows and up there that are like writers rounds where people are playing music and performing on the show, and we're drinking and talking shit. I don't know how we got on the subject of the Holocaust that night, but we all went way too far with it. And one of my friends, who's like me and this guy, love doing drugs together. Like he, he's just, he's my drug guy. I don't know if y'all have that, but this, this guy is my drug guy. And we got a drug guy. We got a few drug guys. Yeah. So like we're talking shit back and forth to each other, like everybody at the table and my drug guy is not saying nothing. 
He's not saying nothing at all. And the room gets quiet. I'm like, what's wrong, dude? And he's like, my grandpa died in the Holocaust. And he says it was such a straight oh, face. And he's like, yeah, that motherfucker fell off the guard tower. <laughs> Ed, everyone in the room, we had to stop recording for about five minutes because we couldn't quit laughing. Because you could just tell he had it in the chamber ready to yeah. go. And he was just waiting on a moment of silence. I imagine everyone was just like, oh, shit. Like, yeah, maybe, we, yeah. Maybe we shouldn't have said that. Yeah, because he was so fucking serious about it. He is just like, yeah, my granddad fell, or my granddad died in the Holocaust. I was like, oh, goddamn. I'm sorry. <laughs> shit. Like, he's, damn, that's fucking He's like, sorry. yeah, motherfucker fell right off the guard tower. And <laughs> scene. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. That's was, good. That's good. Was, I'm going to use that. How, uh, how often have y'all, do y'all just record in studio or do y'all travel around at all? We travel around too. We got two different pod setups. We got this one that's in the studio, a little bit more hardwired. We got kind yeah. of shit all over the place, wires everywhere. And then I got a little like mobile setup that we have a little zoom recorder that we bring with us and we can put it anywhere. We went out. Um, we, uh, our buddy that does tattoos, he's kind of like the guy that I go to for tattoos. Um, he lives in Michigan. Mm -hmm. And so we'll like road trip out to him and we've done a couple episodes with him out at his house in Michigan at his tattoo shop. And, um, yeah, so we, we will travel around. It's just kind of a pain in the ass, you know, I love the travel episodes there. Yeah. I love, I love being at the studio, but I'm so far away from everybody being where I'm at, that it's hard to get people to come here. I'm actually probably in the next six months moving to a, a bigger area not too far away from here, but it's just a bigger area. It's more convenient for people to to come to fly into and all this other shit. Yeah, for sure. Just because like, there's a lot of people that want to come do the show. And let's say if it was even you guys, I want to be like, Hey, yeah, we'll pay for, you know, your plane ticket or we'll pay for your gas. If you want to drive. Cause I don't, I don't fly. I'm a bitch. I'm scared of it. Really? And, I second uh, that bro. I'm scared shitless of it. I'm going to uh, Texas again to Dallas, Fort Worth to record some shows in March, I think. And I've only been out there one time and it was a 13 hour drive there and a 13 hour drive back. And I was like, I've got, I've got to fly next time. Like, this is just too fucking much. And then I found out they have trains that have first class rooms on the trains with like nice. beds and TVs and shit, 17 hours, but you can sleep some of it and you're not fucking worried. You're going to fall a hundred thousand feet to the, you know, exactly. to your death. Right. Yeah. I'm scared shit as a fun. Plus I'm not the skinniest fellow. I don't feel like <laughs> so being, you got the room. Yeah, I don't feel like being dude, bunched up next to a motherfucker either. Hundred fucking percent. I that is my life, man. Like it's sitting in that seat. I, I'm in, that's my torture. Yeah. And I'm always insecure, like, oh man, am I rubbing up on the person next to me too much? Are they hating their life sitting next to me? <laughs> I break it down. Hey, let, let me ask you, Sam, how much how much do you weigh? And I'm gonna tell you how how much I used to weigh beforehand. All right, dude. I can tell you 100% I would not look at a scale not a fucking clue even if I didn't know I probably wouldn't even say it do you feel pretty good I feel as my body wise when I fucking do you mean like mentally or physically no, no, no. if you say if you <laughs> mentally feel good I'm getting off this fucking call right now because I don't like I don't like mental people that are, I don't like mentally sane people oh I could get I could get into the mental health but physically I'm surprised how good I feel so like my back's still good. The so it's been it's been about six years now. I was at least three thirty 
but that's when I started losing weight. I don't know what my highest was. I'm about 220, 230 now. Uh, but I, I only started yeah, losing you. I only started losing weight because I felt like shit. But I got some buddies. I, if I could go back to being 330 and eating what I wanted to and all this kind of shit, just not feeling bad. I'm the reason I ask you is I'm just always interested how somebody feels because people wear weight different. And oh, some yeah. some people can be plus size and feel fucking phenomenal. And like it just doesn't bother them. And there I think those are like the happiest people on the planet, by the way. You get to eat what the fuck you want to, do what the fuck you want to, right. and feel great. That's I was just curious. I felt like point. shit it's, every yeah, day. hundred percent. I feel I feel like I've definitely damaged more mentally than physically. <laughs> it's definitely I would say the reasons for losing weight for me are definitely more like to fuck more bitches and just look better not because i feel like ass there's trust me there are plenty bitches that want to move that gut to the side and suck that big old dick of yours sam <laughs> oh dude fuck you. I, i'm telling you, you find I, them brother a funny a funny dude send me their numbers yeah. oh a, your number's not up on the sign a funny dude will get more pussy than a guy with a six-pack abs any day of the week i even when i was big like I'll tell you, if you are cracking jokes and you're talking shit, women love that. They have the confidence. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I, well, I had a lack of, I had a lack of confidence. You just don't seem like the type of guy that has a lack of confidence, regardless. You know, you seem like you're the guy that walks in the room and has a fucking good time. I, I definitely, I have my ups and downs. You know, like I have really high highs and low lows. And luckily, the highs usually outnumber the lows, but. That confidence for sure. That's key. Cause if you, if you're walking in all shy, looking like a pussy, who's going to want to talk to you? I would, I would want to be your size walking to a strip club with that Santa outfit on today, slaying. Everybody's fitting to be my ho, ho, ho. Like, everybody's going to get bent over like a reindeer if I'm you today. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I got to keep my ass out of the strip clubs, man. I'm, I'm a fall in love with the stripper kind of guy. Oh, you are. <laughs> well, so I, I've only been to a couple strip clubs, but the first time I ever went to one, I was fucking piss hammered when we got there. <laughs> it was it was a small grungy strip club, and there was not a lot of rules on the lap dances, and the stripper was talking me up, and I, I'm walking to the ATM, and my buddy's like, "Where are you going?" I look at him, I'm like, "I'm giving the stripper all my money." It's <laughs> like we need to get the fucking out of here right now, dude. <laughs> No, I, I trust me. I know. I don't I don't go to strip clubs. Uh they're not for me anyway. Um I like strippers. I just don't like strip clubs. I'm not giving a bitch my money to give me blue balls. Now if there's if there's some other things you might do off of camera or off of out of the club, we talk about it. I still ain't paying no pussy. We can have a conversation. Yeah, we <laughs> but we can talk. You know, we can have we can see what you know what you're bringing to the table. But I got a buddy. Y'all ever been to Biloxi, Mississippi? No, but that's like a big gambling place. Yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah, it's got nothing but casinos. That's all. Is there casinos? Fucking yeah. syphilis and AIDS. I've that's driven through it. it. Or you know yeah. what? Actually, I went. I had a freaking dinner buffet at a casino in Biloxi. Now that I think about it, when I was driving through. Well, a couple cool place. A couple years ago, uh, I'm a degenerate gambler, and like I haven't nice. been in years because I've lost a shit ton of money at casinos. Uh, <laughs> so I'm trying to like stay away from them. But uh, a couple of years ago, me and some buddies went down there. And Sam, you just made me think of this because uh, I got a buddy that falls in love real easy. 
real fucking easy. They have the trashiest strip club. I don't even think it's open anymore. It was an old Mexican restaurant that they turned into a strip club. Nice. It's so fucking bad. There was like box fans on the end of the stage to keep the bitches keep the bitches cool while they were dancing. They didn't have a DJ, so they just had Spotify playing all the fucking time. But they were they were so cheap they didn't even pay for like the the commercial free Spotify. So like so like a bitch would have to stop dancing for a State Farm ad or DraftKings (laughs) or whatever. Oh my god! She would just like talk to the people in the front row for a second, then the music would hit and she'd go back to dancing. But we was in there, and we had actually had a good day gambling. And we were all fucked up having a good time, throwing dollar bills at these bitches. And one of my buddies, we looked back, and they had, like, literally the fucking casting couch, what it looked like in the back of the room. But it was still open so everybody see what was going on. My buddy's just sitting there. And he's a, he's got some money, but he's also been through some bad times in his life he went through a divorce he went through losing a lot of weight and trying to build his confidence up and everything and at this time he's just not the most confident motherfucker so he's back there and this woman is taking him for 20 after 20 after 20 and she ain't dancing she's just having a conversation with him and he he was so fucked up he would like hand her 20 dollars for a beer She'd go get him a beer, come back, keep the change. And like that went on for like an hour or two. And uh, finally, we're like, we got to get this dude the fuck out of here. He gets a number from her. It's not a real number. But, but we're starting to leave, and he's fucked up. And he's like, man, I just really like her. I think I, think I can change her. And I was like, yeah, that's always the thing. Yeah. I was like, dude, walk back in in five minutes. She's going to be getting some money from somebody else. You were nothing to her. Not trying to be ugly, but you're nothing yeah. to her. But, hey, let me tell you, the best part about this whole strip club, they had a vending machine when you walked in. It had two items in the vending machine. Cigarettes? No, I'll let you guess, besides her cigarettes, what the two items in this vending machine were. And I'm talking about, like, one of them great big ones that you see fucking everywhere. Uh, I'm going to say lotion and condoms? No. What about you, Sam? Pick two. What what do you think would be in the worst strip club ever? Dude, I fucking... I'm blanket, man. I I can't even come up with something fucking funny. Lance crackers <laughs> and band-aids. What? I swear to God, Lance crackers and band-aids were the only Why? two. I, and there's only one row of both of them. I don't know. <laughs> I don't what know. The fuck? I guess these strippers get hungry and sometimes they get fucking blisters. That's all and I can ever figure. <laughs> and there's like, here, here's your rations. You just get a couple of crackers. What the fuck? I do. I'm telling you, like there's some rats or something. Craziest shit ever. Uh, And it was, I do. It was, it was an experience. So you saying that you fucking fall in love with the release? It just reminded me of my buddy. Because goddamn, yeah. Well, we got a friend that's not allowed in them. We got a friend that's not allowed in any strip clubs from per per our friends because he every time he goes in, he falls in love. And I can't even name drop him because this is like a this is a big thing. Like yeah. if his wife heard this, she'd be like, yeah, yeah he's right. <laughs> it's uh yeah, like spend all the money that he has on him and then some every time. Like there's no it's not even like uh I might do this now. It's like, yep, if we go there, yep, I will be kids ain't getting Christmas every presents. Every dollar I year. have. I don't under I don't understand. Wild. That that's the same thing with the OnlyFans shit too, though. Like, oh yeah I, i've got i've got girls that message me every day asking me to buy their only fans and i'm like no i get pussy i'm good 
or or <laughs> or if I don't, I'm just gonna go watch you porn or whatever and just jack off for free. I'm not paying you. <laughs> yeah. Like, what do you think? That is true. What do you think that you have in your phone that you're gonna send me this better than this <laughs> than this 4K <laughs> bitch getting rammed in high definition? <laughs> <laughs> It's it's so HD that I don't even have to pay for her kid's college tuition. Exactly. Like, what the <laughs> fuck? Do y'all uh I'll tell you what be a good episode for y'all though. Uh I don't I don't know about the women up there, but I've had a couple different shows where I've invited OnlyFans girls onto the show. Oh, yeah. And the stuff that they fucking get asked to do. Oh, is yeah. amazing. It's incredible. See, the problem is we know we know a couple of really high level only fans gals yeah but um it's just like either a timing issue like they just got too much going on or they are they don't really want to talk about it y'all y'all talked about one of the girls on my show or on y'all's show y'all have talked about her because i just remembered this didn't travis didn't y'all do a clip with him where he was talking about water sports in nashville Yep. Yes. Okay. Yes. All right. So I'll send you. I'll send you this girl's uh, stuff when we get off, so you can look her up. I don't know who you might have showed you to him. This girl was fucking wild, wild, and she's one of the OnlyFans one. And that dinner that Travis is talking about when we're all at Mexico, or the pizza place, well, we're there. And <laughs> oh, he was with you when that happened. Yeah. So it was him. And <laughs> it was him and Caroline. It was me uh, and the girl who said the water sports shit. And then yeah. there's a whole nother table of people next to us that's with us too. But we're all sitting there and we're fucking blacked out. Like it, <laughs> everyone is blacked out. This is where did she did he tell you about Caroline spitting on the plate? No. <laughs> okay. No. Okay. Fuck you, Caroline, because you made me sick. So I'm telling this. All right. So I do not like like gross shit, especially when I'm drinking. Okay. Are you and, easy gagging guy? Yeah, like, I, I easy, easy to gag. I could never suck a dick. Um, <laughs> like if I even think about something to good touching, to know. The, <laughs> touching Sam, if I was though, it'd be yours, baby. <laughs> but if I just I get real squeamish real fast. So Caroline hears me say this, and Caroline is blacked out. And she just starts coughing up loogies on her fucking plate after we get done eating oh my but god it's like, but it's like the ones that dangle for a second oh my god and i was just like eh, eh. and then somehow, <laughs> and then somehow we got on the fucking water sports and of course the bitch i'm with is like yeah uh you can piss on me i'll probably make some money off of it and it's like <laughs> oh my god you're disgusting <laughs> yeah that was uh in uh water sports like hell yeah we love going on jet skis yeah, yeah that's what he was talking about yeah she's like, she was like, like i like getting pissed play. on yeah well she doesn't like it she just makes money off of it but yeah the reason, well, I, the reason i bring that up is like even this girl this one time she was telling me some guy paid her like a thousand dollars to get in the shower and smear peanut butter all over her and that's all the dude wanted he just wanted just peanut butter from head to toe. It's like a three minute video for a thousand dollars. And I was like, you know what? Where? I'm not, I'm not built for only fans. The good Lord didn't give me enough dick, but if I, if I could just <laughs> get in the shower and smear peanut butter all over myself for three minutes for a thousand dollars, I need to rethink how I look at this. It's, it's a wild dynamic. And we had, um we had a, a, a guy who's big on only fans on the podcast too. He was a male 
a male in the adult entertainment industry, male prost, male not male prostitute, male yeah. stripper, not That's a male my, prostitute. I'm, not a, I'm, I'm the prostitute. It's like male stripper, and he was talking about on his OnlyFans. He's like, I know it's like it's like a high percentage of guys on there, and he's like, and they'll and they'll request to buy his underwear and whatever, and it's like whatever it costs him, you know, five bucks or ten bucks to buy another pair. Sends them another, sends them the pair for 50 bucks or a hundred bucks or whatever the hell they pay. And he gets just to wear another pair and then he's going to sell it again. And it's, it's just like a wild dynamic. When you put it out the window, it's like you're either getting downloads paid or pussy, you know, he's getting paid. Yeah. Uh, I short myself <laughs> way too much to send underwear to anybody. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't have a fucking appendix anymore. And it's like, as soon as I eat something, that shit's coming right back out the backside. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah, you're just giving them just giving them underwear with burnouts in them. Good God, I (laughs) I was gonna start. I I was gonna start OnlyFans one time. It wasn't for nudes or anything like. Because like, I do a lot of stuff with politicians. Okay. Uh, Yeah. So like, we've had anybody from the Secretary of State, the Labor Committee. Like, I've had them on the show here because I got the biggest show in Georgia. So they want to come advertise on the biggest podcast in Georgia or whatever. Yeah, that makes total sense. Yeah. So. Like there's certain things I can and can't do, but I was gonna start an OnlyFans one time, and it was just gonna be where I saw one of my friends. She was telling me about how guys just want to be belittled; they just want to yeah. be, they just want to be chastised and all this kind of stuff. And I was like, if I'm good at anything, it's talking shit about somebody. So I, I, if you're gonna pay me to be rude and ugly to you, I can do it all day. Yeah, right. I could do, exactly. OnlyFans rejected me. Uh, why? Fucking Wait, I don't know. They never said. Oh, they said like no. You can't. Yeah, like I didn't even get to start an account. I was gonna Dang. do it just to fuck with people all day. But and I was telling one of my friends about. It. I was like, "You're willing to see dicks all day," <laughs> and I was like, "Hey, look, I got a friend, and she just built her dream house. Shout out to Miss Paige Bowers Finance. She just built her dream home in Alabama, log cabin on the fucking lake. Beautiful fucking. Wow. By just putting her butthole on the internet. Fuck yeah." You know, That's I'm, the thing. Yeah, I'm 35. I want to have a butthole house on the lake. <laughs> Dude, I, I couldn't have said it better myself. I mean, a butthole house on the lake is what I aspire to every single day. We come in here. We spend a lot of hours in this freaking office, and all I can think of is it would be a hell of a lot easier if I had uh, you know, a pair of boobs and, and I could oh. just – God. Take a couple of sneaky photos of them and get paid for it. You know, That'd I be- don't I don't want to ever hear a bitch again in my life say, oh, <laughs> things aren't equal. You know what's not equal? You putting your titties on the Internet and getting 100,000 to a million views just by bouncing up and down. And I got to come up with something fucking funny right. to say. Dude, that's the thing that, that that's what blows me away. These like w- some of these clips that we put out for the pod or for this other content, I put hours into editing this and it's like a, a thirst trap that's seven yeah. seconds long gets a million views, Millions over of views. and it's like fuck i gotta work you know this clip took me 10 hours and it got 500 views that's a big fucking slap in the face you, you know ju- you just gave me a great idea though i think what i'm gonna start doing is uh taking their videos and stitching just a bitch jumping up and down or something or whatever thirst trap for the yep. day and then just put my video right there after oh, stitch it together that's a great idea that way you that's know a what? great idea you came here for titties but you're leaving with some knowledge 
<laughs> that's a you know i've actually seen some clips especially on youtube shorts where it's like guys talking but below it is like a clip of someone driving and doing jumps in gta or something and it's like you could just do that but a thirst trap below your video instead and it would yeah. be the same effect well nobody listens nobody listens to what we have to say until they actually get invested in us right yep but then, right. like, I don't know. Do y'all have these folks? Because I have them. I had to last night block somebody, and I felt bad about it last night. Man, I, I don't feel bad about it today because I had to reason <laughs> that shit out. But there are people that are obsessed with me, men, not women. I wish it was women. But it's always like these men that just get weird to me, the ones that like me. Mm -hmm. And, like, one guy was trying to call me last night on Facebook uh, video. <laughs> Dude, that's the worst because that's so awkward. Yeah, and it's like, I don't know you. And I, I just like messaged him back. And I was like, uh, I'm sorry, dude, I'm busy. And he's like, you have a minute to talk. I really need to talk. And of course, because I do like mental health stuff and we, we help some people. I'm like, okay, yeah. well, what's it about first? He's like, I just wanted to talk to you, man. I just really like what you do. And, uh, you know, I've been a fan of you since you were the bearded bastard back in the day. Like, I, I'm, I'm fans. I'm a fan of you. And I was like, I'm laying here with my kid and we're watching fucking Hook and Tom from back in the day on Disney. And, <laughs> yeah. and this is like, what do you want to talk about? Cause if it's mental health stuff, I'll get up and go talk to you. I'll make sure you're okay. And he's like, I just wanted to shoot the shit with you for a minute, man. And it's like, Oh no. And, and like you're repeatedly calling me on face or FaceTime video. Like, ah, no, nah, you're good. You're good. Uh, so watch out, watch out for the stalkers. Yeah, that's a little weird. I can't say I can't think of anyone that we've had to block, but a lot of people that we've just stopped responding to because yeah. it's like, all right, that's just weird. Well, you and know? I feel like people that have listened to a lot of our episodes, they've listened to us talk for hours. Yeah, they think they're like we're buddies. You know, they they think they know me. So then I'll see them. I'll see people in person and they're like trying to fuck with me like they're my friend or like act weird. And it's like, dude, like I I love the fact that you you're a fan, but like we're not fucking homies. You don't just come up to me and make fun of me or something like my best friends would. Yeah. Well, I've made the mistake of saying on my show a lot that if I like you or I'm fucking with you, I'm going to treat you like I treat my best friends. I, and like, I know you guys are fucking like this. Cause I can just tell from some of the stuff I watch from y'all. And it's where I fuck with the people that I love the most in this world. I talk more shit to my actual homies than anybody else. Like you would think that me and Dustin Heron and Lee Tucker and Mark Orient fucking hate each other. You would think by the way we speak about one another on <laughs> yeah. this show that we fucking hate each other. Yeah. That we're throwing hands the second the camera goes off. And it's, <laughs> and, and it's not. It's like the quote I told you earlier that Dustin gave me. It's your best friends are going to talk shit to your face and talk good about you behind your back. That's yeah, how you, that, that's how you, when you know you got some good friends. And these people, like you're talking about, Sam, and they've came up to me, and they'll they'll try to do that shit, and it's like, hold up, motherfucker, like right, let's let's slow it down for a second, you know. And it's always the guy who goes and buys me a shot and gets mad at me when I don't take their shot. If I don't see you order it for me, I'm not drinking it. And then they want to be a fucking dick about it. But I've been, I got roofied one time. Uh, oh down. shit. Yeah, I suppose we don't have to worry about that here. Yeah. <laughs> That's not a thing where we're at. Yeah, dude, I got fucking roofied at a bar a couple years ago, and I imagine it's just because I took the wrong shot on the tray. 
And I don't think the person was trying to take me back home and molest me or anything. Uh, I think that it, I just, it could be a, you know, like, a, you know, out of rage. They could have been trying to get even with you or they heard you saying something that they didn't like or what. Yeah, There's I, a lot of reasons you could. I, I don't I don't know what it was, but whatever it was I'm telling you within an hour of taking that shot. And this was early in the night. I was blacked out. And I was like, y'all got to take me to the fucking hotel. I slept in the bushes for a little while at the hotel. I slept in the lobby at the hotel. If it wasn't for this couple uh, to get me up to the elevator in the room, I don't know what the fuck I would have done. Like, I was I was bad off. Dude, that's why. What did it feel like? What does it feel like to be on roofies? You can't, like, I knew what was going on, but I couldn't do anything like, my legs didn't want to fucking work. Like, getting out of an Uber I knew where the entrance of the hotel was, but I decided to go get in the bushes instead. Yeah. Uh, and, and then so is it like a, is it like a mental thing? Like, does it change how you think like drug? No, it's like, it's like your motor skills are fucked. It's just like you're hammered all of a sudden. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like out of nowhere, you you're like your head, like your brain knows what's going on. You're, you're in and out, but you know, what's going on, but your body. Wow. Like, no boom. control. No fucking control. Really? But, okay, you, wild. you. There's no way you two have not watched Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah, that's what oh, I was just gonna ask. The scene where same, he's driving that yeah, Lamborghini, same, thing, or same or goddamn, same fucking thing on the yeah. Quaaludes. Yeah, you know, boy, that's still the funniest shit to me. So uh, funny. Dude, that's such a great movie. That's one of the ones that just all the time plays here at the studio. There's a couple <laughs> movies that I just all the time have play in, and Wolf of Wall Street is one of them. Yeah, when that motherfucker. That's that's how it feels though. Like you can't control anything. Yeah. Oh, that's rough. wild. I what would would you ever try roofies sober just for fun for recreation? Nah. No, because when I say like I do drugs, like I'll do like a THC pen, I'll eat some edibles. Uh I just started in the past year microdosing uh because I found out like I, I'm all about mental health, like getting it better. And I've just seen what microdosing has done for so many people and how many articles and shit are out about it now. I started doing yeah. that. But I don't do anything else besides it. Well, I take Adderall. I eat an Adapix. Yep. Anything wrong like, with a little Adderall. Yeah, I love some fuck Adderall and whiskey. Oh, let's go. Uh, yeah. I, you, the good thing about that, if anybody's listened to me for the first time, if you take an Adderall and you drink a lot, your dick still works. So, and also, it's just like you can drink wow. as much as you want to. No, but Life that hack. is the problem. If you're on Adderall and you get too drunk and belligerent, you will not die. Like, usually if I get too drunk, I pass out. I save myself yeah. from the embarrassment. If I'm on Adderall, dude, I'm not going to bed. Hey, like, I'll yeah. I'll you are going to see the crazy. Yeah, I'll tell you guys, if you haven't done this yet, by the way, um, there's a company that sponsors this show. It's called Live and a Whale Hydration. And it's an IV company that comes and, like, just gets you jacked up and everything. They'll come to you. If y'all have any IV bars or anything there, before you go on a bender or before you know like you're fixing to do one of those drunks like an Adderall and whiskey drunk or whatever y'all drink, go get paid $90 or whatever it is. I think it's 99 here. Let them completely hydrate the fuck out of you. Then hold <laughs> on tight when you take that Adderall and start drinking because you're about to have the best fucking time of your life. You never get sick. <laughs> really? You never get sick. You never get the spins. You can drink as much as you want. A hangover is nothing but dehydration. So yeah, if, right. So if you go ahead and overly hydrate before you start drinking and doing drugs, wonderful. Is is everybody? Dude. 
everybody wants to know how like I can go hard all the time because life I, hack. Yeah, when I go to Nashville to work for a week, I have to fit a whole month of Nashville in in a week. I have to go there once a month, and like I have to fit everything in. So I run myself ragged by the time I'm out of there because it ain't just drinking and partying like you have to network you have to go these after hours things you have to do all kind of shit so i started figuring that shit out to overhydrate yourself before go ahead and a couple bags of of that saline or whatever the fuck it's called put in there some b12 injected into you oh dude <laughs> fuck yeah let's go oh i've never i've never done an iv bar but we have those oxygen bars around what the here fuck is an oxygen bar where it's like they just hook you up to that little like nose thing that looks like uh, old people wear and you just inhale oxygen, like pure oxygen with some sort of a scent with it. And then that's supposed to kind of do the same or you, similar effect. The IV shit, that's obviously yeah. way better for you. Yeah, yeah see, I I'm trash. I'm I am trash. There's no way none of my friends could talk me to go into an oxygen bar. I would make fun of it the whole time. I'm not mature. <laughs> I am 35 and probably have the mental capacity of an 18 year old. I am a, <laughs> I am a man child. There is no way you could take me to anything like that. I still can't go into Victoria's Secret with a bitch without acting up. Like, <laughs> I, I can't do anything like that. That I'm just so fucking immature. It's stupid. I get why nobody wants to fucking settle down with me. Like, I, I get it. They're heard that. Like, yeah, they'll be like, heard oh, that. I'm going through my period. And I'll be like, ah. Red rose, red rose, or some bullshit like like <laughs> I just I'm not I'm just I'm not a sensitive person and I play around too fucking much. But if I had to go in there the whole time, I would just be like, "What the fuck are you doing?" You know, you can go outside and do that for free, but right? Uh, it's right. stupid. I'm not paying it's to sniff oxygen. oxygen. Well, they say the the thing is it's a hundred percent oxygen, and you normally get uh you know X percent if you're yeah. out and about because it's uh you know other shit in the air and whatever whatever. I don't know. I don't get it. I've only done it once. It didn't really do anything for me, to be honest yeah. with you. But I'll tell you, you try one of those fucking IV bars or whatever. Yeah, that's and the you, real deal. You let them come fucking, because they like even put, I can't remember, and I got the list somewhere, but like they even put like some mercury and some other stuff in the bag to where like your body doesn't get it the way that it's supposed to. So like yeah. your body, like it, your body's an engine. If you want to take it this way, your body's an engine and it's just like your yep. car. You got to have an oil change every once in a while. You got to have some stuff serviced or whatever. So that's how they broke it down to me. It was like, Hey, you're not the healthiest person any fucking way. Right. So let's put the stuff that we know that you're missing in there. And dude, I'm telling you that shit, that shit is a game so changer. Do they do like blood tests on you to see like what you need. Or no, they they guess. They I'm sure that they would. They check your blood pressure and check a couple things beforehand. But like they'll literally come to you. They they yeah. start they've started this company so they could go to bachelor parties or shit like yeah. that and go ahead and hook oh, folks up. Dude. Go hit yeah. your IVs in the morning before a bachelor we got, party. We got none of that here. We got none of that here. But I think Sam, maybe at her next party, we gotta offer something like that. My wife is a certified injection nurse. Oh, that, yeah, see, so, y'all, you've already got it. You got a fucking. Got, we're halfway you got there. A, you got a business plan already. You can get rich right now. We'll do a couple. <laughs> we'll do a couple test strips with like a power raid or something. I'll just mainline power raid. Tell tell me about these parties because y'all had two of my best friends play one of y'all's parties for you, right? Uh, H which ones? Blaine, uh, Bunning, and Justin Dukes. Oh, so actually, they never played for us or any of our events. 
um, they are just they play in our hometown. Okay, they okay. Came and played in our in our hometown, um, at one of our local bars here. They just we have a couple of mutual friends that okay. they're really close with. Our buddy Kyle goes down and visit him all the time. Blaine goes and stays with him and whatever. And then you're he talking about uh, holy fuck! You're I, you're not talking about the guy that went to Texas with us last year, are you? That's like his cousin. Oh yeah, he was with you. That's actually how I found out about you, uh, Kyle. Fuck Cole. Yes. Yeah. So Kyle's a good body of ours. Yeah, he's cool he, as fuck. Uh, used to be married to one of our bodies' uh, sisters, and um, yeah. So I've known Kyle for a long time, and that's Kyle started hanging out with with Blaine, and uh, then I saw that you had Blaine on your show. Yeah, and like I'm pretty sure Kyle was there with you because he's Kyle, the one that Kyle told did. Me about your- yeah, Kyle was on the show because he calls me and Macy out on the show, and he's and, <laughs> yeah. and he's like, "Are y'all fucking?" And we're and we're, <laughs> and we're like, Kyle, no, <laughs> like stop that right now. But, uh, I was actually watching. Uh, I actually watched that clip because uh, I had to delete some shit off my computer, and I was trying to figure out what clips I wanted to delete and which ones yeah. I didn't for the year. And uh, that one right there, with Kyle saying, "So what's going on between the two of you?" <laughs> and, and I'm drunk, and I'm like, uh, I don't even so fucking know. <laughs> it was. Good. I don't even know. I don't even fucking know. That dude is cool <laughs> as fuck. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah, he's a good buddy. Ours. So that's actually, I mean, we've never met Blaine in person, actually. Okay. I only know well, about him through Kyle. I, well, you did. I met him when he performed because the bar that that he performs at, I'm a fucking regular dude. They they all the bartenders know me by first name and he fucking killed it. Okay. See, I was like I was thinking that y'all had a party and they played it for y'all. No, so a couple parties that we've done, uh, just we had DPK perform at one. Um, uh, a few of them, we did like a big karaoke event where it was just like everyone just oh, shit fucking, singing. It was a lot of fun. Oh, it's so fucking fun. Yeah, dude. it's a lot of fun. Um, but yeah, we've never, we've never hosted the party that Blaine's been at. Um, he just comes up for like big events. So like last time was like, uh, the day before Thanksgiving, big bar holiday around here. He came up, played that. And then he's coming up actually, uh, next week and doing new year's. That's fucking badass. Y'all should. Yeah. You need to tell everybody running a catch. He's playing his hometown in Pooler tonight, okay. which is only like two hours away from my studio. Are and you I, going? I, I'm pretty sure I'm finna go get a hotel room and get fucked up yeah. with him tonight. It's just fucking, and I know this is going to sound like a bitch thing from me saying this to y'all, but it's fucking cold here tonight. Like, it's supposed to drop down to 10. And oh, <laughs> I can't listen to that. Dude, I, it's going to be like <laughs> negative 20 here tonight. So it's just like I don't know if I want to get out of bed or not. Like I, I, don't, know, I don't know if I want to leave my heater tonight or not. Yeah, I get that. I think in in respects and honors to us, you have to go. Uh, well, <laughs> in, have- in disrespect to my liver, I'm probably going to anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, heard that. Heard well, that. I, well, I'll tell you what. As uh, as we end this, it was a it was a pleasure having both of you guys on here. But if y'all plan out a party next summer, yes, when when it is warm. Uh, I will come up. I've been promising Caroline and, and Travis, I would come up there anyway. Cause they've came to a couple of different things for us. Okay. Um, I would, I, I'll come up there if y'all throw a party or something cool yes, as yeah. fuck. And uh, awesome. I was thinking about a mud run. So uh, if you're I, that, if, if you, you had me at mud, but you lost me at run. 
Yeah, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not running a goddamn place. Oh, you it's, missed... it's loud trucks going through just mud and shit and drinking. You mean beer. a mud bog? We just call mud bog. Yeah. Oh, do it. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Thank God you said that because he keeps calling it a mud run, and I thought I was. Oh, the dumb fuck this shit on me. A hundred percent. Trust me, I've yeah, heard. I thought I was the dumb fuck that let, thought it. Let that me tell you. Wrong. Let me tell you who the dumb fucks are. The people that call it mud. <laughs> I don't know. We're going, know. Mudding. We're going mudding. mudding, brother. God, shut the <laughs> fuck up. You ain't up. been mudding before, brother? Yeah, this is like, what uh, the fuck are you talking about? But no, we, but I guess it's just part of the country you grow up in because we call it mud bogging here. And I think that makes the most fucking sense is taking yep. foilers, vehicles, razors, whatever, and go through yeah. fucking holes. Mud bogging. Hell yeah. yeah so so we'll, we will save a, uh, a seat in a side by side for Joshua Terry. That fucking works for me. We will do that. We'll do an in person episode at y'all's place too. Oh, yeah. that'd be Fuck great. Yeah, yeah be we, great. we'll do. And uh, if y'all don't have any music or anything booked for it, I'll get some of my homies to come with me and put on a fucking show yeah. for y'all. That'd be incredible. Uh, the other thing I was going to tell y'all, uh, I, I know I mentioned it to you last night, Cody, but uh, I go to Nashville and record once a month, and we just get fucking wild when we go. Yeah. Uh, I'll give y'all the schedule of my shows that are public shows. Um, coming up, shout out to Live Oak for hosting the Josh Terry podcast, by the way, once a month for the next year. Um, how about we figure out a date in the next couple of months that y'all are available and we'll just book a big ass Airbnb for a couple of days oh, and y'all awesome. and y'all stay with us and y'all can record a live show with us at Live Oak. Um, and I'll introduce y'all to some people to get on your show from up there, too. Truth. Yeah, that'd be, that'd awesome. be awesome. We'd love that. I was in Nashville a year ago today. Really? Dude, I'm fucking ripping it up on Broadway, dude. I hate fucking Broadway. I'll take you to the good places. <laughs> dude, I, I love I'll, that. I'll take you to the good fucking... I, would, I want the insider. Yeah, I want to so, know where the real people go. Broadway is fun for the first day uh, because it's always a fucking party there, right? But Live Oak, Red Door, Losers, everything that's off of Demumbrian... Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Everything that's over in Opryland, Music City Palace, and all that. If you want to check, like just this year alone, just in the past couple months, I've got to fucking have a beer around Morgan Wallen uh, in a little private area. I've got to fucking meet Ashlyn Craft, uh, Fair and Rachel's. Uh, just a lot of fucking amazingly awesome fucking people. I've met some folks from social media that are big at these places, and I just want to tell them to fuck off because they're about douchebags. But, uh, <laughs> But you guys wouldn't be. You guys would be fucking awesome. Um, I appreciate that. Yeah, that'd be that'd be a ton of fun. We'd love to come yeah. rip it up. Just yeah, let we'll, us know. Yeah, we'll line it up with y'all. We we'll even make fucking Travis come. And, and uh Oh yeah, that Perfect. dude. He's already been out with me a lot of places in Nashville. Let me tell you, if anybody's gonna hang, anybody's gonna hang, and uh, he vouches for y'all. I know y'all can keep up. <laughs> well, dude, yeah, actually, uh, you know what's funny? We one last thing before we go. Good? I didn't rush. I didn't we rush. had DPK on. Uh, last or the first time, he ended up actually having to stay at our at my crib because we ended up getting too fucked up, and it was it just ended up being like a six a.m. thing where it's like, well, no one can drive. Uh, <laughs> you want to just crash on on a couch or a spare bedroom? <laughs> hey, I'll get I'll give y'all a great idea for a show because we can never follow through with it, and you seem like the type of guys that you know maybe you can, maybe you're more of an adult than I am. <laughs> Try this one time. When you get like a good group together, do about 30, 45 minutes before you go to the bar and then yeah. set a time to come back and record the rest of the show 
after mm-hmm. you have Dude, been to the bar. Idea. We can't ever fucking follow through with it. I've I've tried to do this about seven or eight times, and we just get blacked <laughs> out fucking drunk and never come back. And, yeah, I, don't, and right. I don't want it to be where the next day you do it and you're hungover or whatever. It's just back to the original conversation. Because the listener, if you think about it, what makes it so great is the listener has to wait a millisecond or a second from right. you being out for 10 hours. So then they get to just go straight from, oh, he was sober uh, yeah. uh, at 1242, and at 1243, he's blacked out fucking drunk. That's and so funny. Yeah, it would it would be so fucking good. We just can't follow through with it. You know, it's actually really fun. When we first started doing this, it was originally just an excuse to start just meet once a week and just bullshit and drink. And that's kind of how it would get. We would take a little bathroom break, and sometimes a bathroom break would last like an hour, two hours, and then we'd come back. And that was kind of the vibe where it was like we go from a good buzz to like hammered all yep. of a sudden, boom! And it's yep. really funny. There, there's been a couple episodes without a doubt that you can tell that the edible kicks in on the bathroom break. <laughs> <laughs> you come back because I'm not good at being stoned. I, I am not. I'm <laughs> yeah. not. I'm not even kind of good at it. Uh, we've we I've said some stupid shit to where it's just like. Okay, I am gonna cut this because I sound like a fucking asshole. <laughs> yeah. like, everybody else sounds uh, good, but I can't even formulate a fucking sentence at this point. I'm so high. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, well, can't say I've never been there before. Yeah. Sam, when you come to Nashville, when we get together, you're eating mushrooms with me. <laughs> Dude, I'm in. You don't you have just, to talk me into that. You in. just you just seem like my guy. Like you, like I could just tell Cody you too, but there's something about Sam. <laughs> ever ever since I saw him in that Santa outfit before we started this, <laughs> he, I was like, "Guy, how old are you, Sam?" Twenty three. Oh fuck yeah. Twelve years difference. I'm gonna be your big brother, motherfucker. Well, yeah, Dude, I'm, I'm gonna, in. I'm gonna put you in my back pocket and take you every goddamn place I go. You and all the boys from on tap. Let's go. All right. Well, dude, I appreciate it. Uh, I'm going to put this out here in the next little bit. And, uh, hey, y'all just let me know. And uh, this I didn't say this a while ago. Y'all ever get a couple days and y'all want to get away and get out that fucking cold? Y'all come down to Raising Grace Studios and hang out with us. We'll make some Hell content. Yeah. We'll record some shit. We'll just hang out for a couple days, get good and fucked up. Thanks, Fuck man. Yeah. We appreciate it. All right, boys. Well, hey, thank, oh, y'all go ahead and give them one more time before we get out of here the name of the podcast, where they can find it, and all that good shit. I want to make sure people go follow y'all. Yeah, on tap podcast. Um, our logo looks like a neon sign. Um, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Pandora, Stitcher, wherever the hell you get your podcasts at, that's where we're at. And Sam, then Sam, Media what's that on OnlyFans? Sam, what's that OnlyFans? I actually, there's an episode where I talk about how I'm how I quit OnlyFans. So, <laughs> you know, I don't even like to talk about it, man. It, it it was an addiction. Yeah, I'm sure that dick was for a lot of ladies. <laughs> oh, dude! It's one time and and it's over. Oh. I'm just stealing hearts. <laughs> Fucking asshole! I bet you can eat pussy like a mongoloid on bath salt. <laughs> you know, I, that's actually how it's been uh. described before. You're my fucking dude, Cody. I like you just as fucking much. Uh, and I'm glad that uh, I got to hook up with y'all. Thank you to. Travis from Dirty Prescott Kids for hooking this up for all of us. And, dude, y'all family now. You stuck with me. <laughs> Hell yeah, man. Hell yeah, brother. Right, Travis, it's on. Anytime. And thank y'all for listening to the Josh Terry Podcast. I will catch y'all next time.